Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. Griff Carger said you were coming there. We have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. All right, we're live on Twitch now, too. So, Oh, perfect, perfect. Hello, Twitch. Do we have actual, actual uh, an have, audience? Or? We have zero viewers at the moment. Beautiful. Just the <laughs> way I like it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. I just put it on there just for uh, so people can leave comments and stuff. Hi, welcome everybody to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I'm Luke, and I am joined with uh, my regular co-hosts here. We have Dave. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And we have Justice. Hello. And our very special guest, good friend of mine, Daniel Leon. He's, uh, he's here to talk a bit about X-Wing with us. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself, Daniel? Tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of go from there. Sure. So, uh, oh, sorry, I was just going through and uh, turning off my notifications, just in case another another Discord starts blowing up, and then just beep boop beep boop beep, 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 beep. So, <laughs> um, so my name's Daniel. I started playing X Wing in Alaska. Uh, with a, oh, a co-worker wow. a co-worker of mine was actually he's still really good at the game but he hasn't played a lot uh second edition too much overall but uh he uh said hey it's this cool little game uh we played the the basic you know one x-wing versus one tie fighter just to get the, the concepts down and then uh, after that i liked it and i uh, watched some videos and then i went out and uh Bought some jump masters because why? Why would you not do that in a first edition? Because uh, that was good, right? All you needed was two. You're good. I think that we should talk about that during the podcast for sure. <laughs> um, that won't trigger anyone at all. Uh, Are you still up in Alaska then? Yeah. No, so I'm in Maryland right now. That's where I'm stationed. I'm uh, Air Force by active or active duty Air Force by day. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's my my story in a nutshell. I. Uh, that's that's me. So you're in the Air Force and you play with little plastic flying ships? Uh yeah, that's way better than that. working on real real things. Oh. <laughs> so I'm a I'm a combat too, so I don't I don't work on airplanes and I don't fly planes. So Well you're not you're not a pilot. No, no, no. <laughs> We're not all pilots. My my uh naive Canadian mind. No, no, it's 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 not naive. I, I think uh every now and then I think being a pilot would be really cool. Plus they get to they get way more flex value than just the comm guy over here, so Sorry, I cut you off there, Shadis. Oh, I was just asking Daniel if he went to the Air Force Academy or anything. 
No, no, no. So I'm enlisted. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a plebe. I'm a, I'm a peasant. All right. We could, I love uh, the Air Force band. A good friend of mine. Her, her dad used to be the conductor of it. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, we love, uh, we love our back to our. Uh, we keep shooting lists back and forth, just trying to make new fun stuff, especially with our little flying Roombas. A lot of fun. I think three of us here are separatists. Yeah, I'll uh, opt out. Anything but no, almost. Anyone that flew of Boba is now a Django Zam player, so you're <laughs> you're a separatist player now. I mean, I, I technically I could field a list, but I don't know. There's too much too much cool scum and rebel stuff has come out. I'm going to be playing with that. Yeah. So uh, apologies to anybody that wanted to listen in a couple weeks ago. It just didn't work out. People were sick. Like my whole family was sick. And My imaginary Twitter account was flooded with complaints that we weren't on the air. I had <laughs> real mail. I had email. I had people Instagram messaging me. My Facebook exploded. People were like crying, man. It, it, it's uh, it's a real shame that we weren't there last week. Sorry, guys. Yeah, outrage. <laughs> <laughs> Our dozen listeners were up in arms. Yeah. So we have Daniel. We have you for real this time, and we're we're good to. We're good to actually go. We've had a lot of stuff pop in. We've had an AM, a couple AMG streams. Are uh, the new people behind X-wing, and that's been lots of interesting stuff that they've shown us. We've had the release of the Scum Empire and Rebel Squadrons packs, which have so far made a pretty good dent in the X-wing meta, I would say. Yeah, and lots of other fun tournaments happening. Uh, GSP, the the last tournament for the Flight Club just happened this past weekend. Now we now have a GSP break for about a month. Yeah, Kyber is all done. That was uh, finished a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, where did we? Well, let's uh, talk AMG. I think AMG stream of those. But do we want to do the pilot thing? Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll go with the Wikipedia deep dive. So we've um, had. First order, and we've had separatists. Uh, let's try a, a different faction this time. Daniel, uh, can you pick a faction for us? Uh, we're we'll go Empire then. All right, cool. So I'm just going to open up Yasby if people want to try this themselves. I just go to the Empire tab, click on Randomize, and the first named pilot I see is Captain Faroff. So we're going to learn a bit more about Captain Faroff. So he's definitely down as a Tire Reaper pilot. Yeah, that's about it. Daniel, is there anything <laughs> unique there that you see? Uh, if you follow the uh, link in there. Oh, wow, that's a huge uh, page he's got there. Yeah, he's not uh, not too deep. I do admit, I do really like that artwork, though. Like, that's uh, it's pretty good. Reminds me of Rogue One, of course, like the uh, well, the platform thing. It you know should that? because that's where Faroff was a mission for. Did you know that there Captain Captain Faroff was given the rank of captain? Yeah, Faroff uh, <laughs> was perfect. The, perfect. Is that is it, that was more, that's it? Okay, got it. <laughs> Faroff was in the mission to Iadu. And where was that? Rogue One. Rogue One? Okay. And, uh, okay, so that's where they kind of showed all the top, the Reapers and 
and the tie strikers. Yeah, do it was the where one where um they were oh, trying to assassinate um Galen Urso. Okay. The like oh and now I recognize the art. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Fog place. Lots of rain. Lots of death. Uh, Faroff had been involved at the mission of EAD flying through the planet's turbulent storms as the Alliance to Restore the Republic attacked the EAD Energy Con- Conversion Laboratory. So that's all we know. It was probably in the novel. They said his name or something, maybe? His first appearance was in the X-Wing game. Oh, okay, so they made him up. They said, <laughs> hey, this guy was there because we said so. So that's cool. Well, sometimes we get lots of history and sometimes we don't. But now, now we know some trivia and we might, you know, we might win some money on a trivia night or something, you know? I was say, on here on the notes and references, it says in the book Ultimate Star Wars, it said TIE fighter pilots of the Empire were all humans. And that's kind of that racist of them. I don't know what, what it, term it, to use well, there. Because the Tarkin Doctor. Yeah, they, what do they call They're humanists, right? They're not, I mean, which is basically racist, but. Star Wars is so vast. Let's make all of them human. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So they have the the blue ones and the pink ones and squadrons, but they're all humanoid. So um, Wait, what? I guess they just call them all humans. What are the what is um, Tarkin or um, not Tarkin? Uh, Thrawn. What's his species? Chiss. 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 So they fly ties, don't they? Nope. Uh, I mean. Mithrando, uh Thrawn is the only Chiss in the Empire. But I just know you could fly them, and then there was a pink species that you could fly in squadrons, but that's just a video yeah. game. So, Okay, well, we've learned so much about Captain Paroff. <laughs> I think that it's time to move on to uh, so what happened with uh, AMG. Uh, so oh, we had... Anyone- yeah, yeah, we had a go. couple streams. No, go ahead. I, just, I was just going to say <sighs> that they had a couple streams. I was going to say, so AMG did this whole, like, mini, mini extravaganza. Like, it was a small showcase. Like, they had things all throughout the weekend, a few weekends ago. And they did a whole bunch of streams. So we did get an X-Wing stream. And, you know, they had Legion. A lot of it was devoted to the hobby aspect of it. And they did a few more Legion streams and X-Wing streams. But we got an X-Wing and Armada stream through that. And I think they did really well with it, personally. Yeah, yeah. With that uh, that mini extravaganza thing that they did, it was really interesting. I like the league format; it was really cool. I stayed up late so that I could do a game on the Friday or to start on Thursday night. Uh, it, it was three like, days, so I think uh, Thursday night. Okay, so it started on a Thursday night, so I stayed up late to get it done. And then what you had to do was. Um, go onto their website and you would fill out a survey saying if you were dark side or light side. And then you would say, did, were you uh, doing the aces type of format or the heavy hitters type of format? Which uh, So you have named small base ships, three or more, for the aces. And then for the heavy hitters, you had to have at least one large base ship. Or uh, if you didn't have a large base ship, you had to have at least two medium base ships. And then you could have a max of two small ships. Uh, And then 
you submitted it. So I stayed up late. I'm like, okay, I'm going to submit it. Me and my teammate, or me and my opponent, are going to both put in our squads and what, like, what our scores were. But all it was is you just say literally you were dark side or light side and what squad you or and what uh, faction you flew. That took you all night. Uh, no, I stayed up all night to get that game oh, so I could do that. Okay, sorry. But I didn't realize it was such a simple survey. I thought it was actually keeping. It would actually end up keeping track. Oh, did not even keep track. Thing. No, all the you could literally go on there and not even play a game and say, "Okay, I played scum and I and I was light side or dark side." You could do that a million times and it wouldn't matter. So then my opponent was like, uh, "He already played a game earlier that day, so he's like, yeah, I wanted you to find out for yourself how underwhelming it was.'" <laughs> so yeah, it, I like the idea. Someone needs to help them with the whole organization of that type of thing. They had the right idea though for it. They just literally had like a a, a Google type survey thing, and that's all they had set up. So it was a survey. Yeah, just a survey where you answer two questions. But the point is, like, oh, I, geez, I didn't participate because I was working. I thought I was like, I thought I was gonna have to do you like play games or something, but. Same. Jeez, I would have done that. Yeah. So all all this is for is for um I thought it would like determine alt arts for like see what kind of pilots people were flying. But all it is is to determine who flew if more people flew light side or dark side to determine an alt art for sense. The oh, I, did they announce that? I didn't even know. Yeah, that's all it's for. That's it? Yep. Wow. So I, I was a like I I thought it was really cool like i was a little upset that i stayed up to <laughs> to do it because i thought there was more involved and it's like okay i'm not gonna bother with the rest of the games because i'm i don't really if i don't have to take the time to do it i'm not going to but like, again not... the idea though was there it was a, like because the aces and the heavy hitters they got like skills throughout the weekend yeah so it was really cool to see because every day they unlocked a new perk. So the first day, if you were a heavy hitter, you could, um, if somebody attacked you at range one and you were a large base or medium base, you could say you were one less die that round. Or um, if you were a small base, if you moved through an obstacle or another ship, you got a free evade. Which seemed very underwhelming. Like the heavy hitters seem to get the best first, I, and I'm not sure what the other two uh, perks were, but uh, they got an extra perk every day. I, I kind of fell off too. I saw the first day, and then I think I saw part of the second day, but I don't have it memorized or anything. I guess we could try and find it if we it doesn't matter. I guess you could play it as a casual as much as you want, but casual you can just change the rules as much as you like anyway. So I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, but I think it's a really it the idea is there for like a league format to each round or each day to have a different perk for the type of list that you fly. It it's a really cool idea for like three round store tournaments or something like that. Um I think that'd be a neat thing to implement. Or even for you know if you Yeah, yeah, sorry, store tournament. Yeah, not store championship. Yeah, yeah. Uh something that like, we threw ourselves that would be great. Or even yeah, for, for you like, know a random Tuesday night. Hey, this tonight, if you bring large base, uh, what did you say? If you fly through them, you get an evade? Sounds good. Oh, well, if you do the, the aces one, yeah. And then and then each round you get a, a new perk. So 
Okay. So round one, you would get the one. Round two, the the tournament organizer would tell you a different one. And then round three, the organizer would tell you the third one. And then each each game, you would get a new one, which was kind of neat. People were really into it, like for whoever was streaming all day, like Hexiled, everybody was into it and doing it. But uh, I just found the survey part underwhelming. Everything else I loved, but I just wish that there was uh, more I... to recording what you did. So this is me defending AMG while also not defending AMG. I don't think they realize quite like how intricate the Star Wars X-Wing community is about like keeping full score, like MOV and everything. I mean, they should. They were War Machine people, but I don't think they've done all their X-Wing homework yet. Agreed. Yeah. So it would keep track of how many light side and dark side players were submitting their what faction they were flying, but it, it it didn't keep track of if you won or not. Right. Yeah. They need to do more tournament homework. So if somebody really wanted a light side sense upgrade, they could just go on and say, I was light side, I played this faction, and then do that 20 times. Um, Wasn't like it really it, it, on, like, on a Thursday, and then it had until Saturday as well, too? Like I feel like that timing... Yeah, they announced it uh, like Thursday at noon or something. And then it started right then. Which is hilarious because they 100% are saying, yeah, we know online X-Wing's a thing. Y'all just play. Yeah. (laughs) We know it's not safe for you to play in stores, but here's this thing that you can play. But And then uh, the really cool thing is that they had the option there to submit like, you didn't even have to be doing the the special format. You could just say that you played a game. So Dion, on Saturday, when they had the one tournament, the finals for the Veterans Tournament, I think. I think it was Veterans, he, yeah. He had everybody go on AMG and submit what they played just so that they uh, AMG had more data and uh, show how many people are playing the game. Because there's definitely a lot more games happening now than before COVID, I think. So did AMG? Uh, I didn't. Again, I was I work weekends. I didn't see the streams. Did they announce anything coming? Like, is there? So there be the you know we just got the three aces packs. What about the they other factions? Gave us a spoiler of the artwork of the Razor Crest. Hmm. Yeah, it's still in early really? production, so okay. they uh, they didn't show any actual models or anything, but they showed the artwork for the card, which was cool. And then they showed a right new um, epic ship for Separatists, which I just want to get to put yeah, on my Yeah, someone sent me a pic. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Love. The squid. Yeah. Is it a Separatist and Scum? Yes. Yeah, Scum for some reason, yeah. Because all the epic ships they ruled are dual they... factions. I know. I, it just it looks like such an obvious separatist ship that it's, it's just funny to me that it would be well, on any other faction. <laughs> scum harvests, you know, all the leftover. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, it is. It is. Uh, I don't know. I it is really good looking though. I had to go and watch that episode where I'm going where they to break Camino. it. I'm going to break it before it even gets out the box. 
You think so? <laughs> <laughs> well, break it in all the right spots, and then you can make it move. Make the tentacles, you know, you put a, a little pop rivet in each uh, joint for the tentacles. Um, you but could magnetize some of the, to make them articulate or come off at the same time. That could yep. be kind of neat. That was our big spoilers. They talked. I mean, it was there that we got the spoiler that Vader was going to be 115 points. Yeah, um, I saw him at the store last Tuesday. We had there was uh, six people at the store last Tuesday. One of them was proxying Vader, and he won wow. every game he played. <laughs> so segue. Perfect segue uh, into new uh, stuff. The, someone was yeah. That's actually that's what he was. It was it was a game against someone proxying the new Hawks. Uh, I think they had Gamut Key mm-hmm. and Paylob and other stuff. So speaking of the Hawks, I love the new Hawks. I love Kanan. Yep. Yeah, Kanan made a splash at the GSP Aces event. What are people uh, playing with him? I know my list. I posted my list before in general. I think I saw that one. Uh, Kane and Jarris with Foresight. I'm trying Protectorate Gleb now on him. Yeah, that sounds like a good... Because um, you could just coordinate somebody and then pass the yeah. stress, right? Is that how that works? So, exactly. Or any red token. So what I ended up doing in one game was passing a target lock that they had on Kanan to somebody else. So it's, uh, Is it... Um... And you don't really, because um, all the new hawks, their abilities, the scum hawks, are all based on the mobile arc. Exactly. And that's why I put Foresight on Kanan. I was like, what good Force talent? I'm like, well, Kanan doesn't want Moldy Crow. But if I could have an extra arc just in the front of the ship, just in case. Like, I'm never going to spend the Force to Foresight, like, while they move. But you can use it just as a regular attack. So I have a I have an interesting list that that someone might have fun playing. It's naked Boba Fett, naked Fenerau, and then and then you have Kane and Jarrus with Protector Club. Oh, you what about Gamut uh, Key instead of Kanan and the Hawk? Gamut uh, Key at the start of the end phase, you may spend two charges to choose yourself or a ship at in your mobile arc with one or more circular tokens during the end phase. Circular tokens. It's the Hawk I really want to put with Boba okay. Fett or Fen. That way you can double mod Fend. Yep. Yeah, or Boba. And then you can protect her Gleb uh, on there as well, and then you can still Clear coordinate it. Boba. I have to look up this protector at Gleb. So protector Gleb. Oh, oh, I see him here. Okay. It gives you the oh, yeah. direct coordinate for only two points. And then after you coordinate, you may transfer one orange or red token to the ship you coordinated. It's really good. Um... Palab is so much fun, and Cutthroat is awesome. And the the list um, that I saw with Kanan was Alex Smittle was flying it. I, I think it was five and one or something, or undefeated on the first day. He got kicked out in top sixteen, but he had Kanan with Moldy Crow, and he had. And then you want me to just read the list? By the way, I, I found it on the, the uh, yeah. You have it up. Perfect. Yeah. So Finrau, naked Finrau, Bosk with Gamut Key, Zam, and Greedo, and then Kanan with Gleb and Moldy Crow title. Wow. It, it was disgusting. Uh, the list that I saw, he was against uh, a double defender and uh, and a tie interceptor. And he was just 
making those tie defenders roll two attack dice, and it was so sad. Was it though? Are you ever sad for a defender? I I was, and I was last night too. I played against Vader, and he didn't. He killed Rose, and then he died. I am never sad <laughs> ever. Well, it's sad for Vader when he spends 125 points on Vader and dies. Good. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fine, too. <laughs> Do we want to discuss the points for Vader? I think he's well-costed. So let's, let's go back for a second. Uh, your, your cannon with foresight, so wait a minute. It's a ship with a mobile arc and a bullseye arc. Does that sound familiar there? Hmm. It sounds very familiar. I mean... What else could that <laughs> be? Instead of, tra- Weird. instead of tractoring, they uh, jam. Jam could be effectively worse, depending on your situation. So... Every time I play, so my whole list is that Kanan with uh, cluster bombs and false transponder codes. Then I had Palab with cutthroat, Zam, false transponder co- codes, engine upgrade, Moldy Crow, Captain Seavor with snapshot, Layton with snapshot and tractor beam. And what I'm finding out is that ships like tokens. And if you don't let them have tokens, those are sad ships. <laughs> Payload, 65 points, though. That's expensive. That's because, yeah, but... Okay, are you going to shoot Payload with Zam and false transponder codes? No. <laughs> and you're not going to shoot Seavor because you're going to get jammed, and then... I'm going to snapshot shoot Layton because... If you, if, if, you, if you shoot at Layton, you're probably just going to give her a token anyway, and then Kanan's going to make you roll one less. Yeah, right. They're bad choices all around. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to come. You don't want to come in because Paylob can just like take all your tokens. Mm-hmm. Can't lock them. Nope. So but- b- before we, before we get on to the Empire, though. Has anyone even touched the Y wings? I haven't bothered with them, but <laughs> I've wanted to. I, I will. To. I will make Patrick work, and everyone <laughs> is going to enjoy it. I don't care what anyone says. Patrick is my is going to be great. I'm going to put thermal detonators or three astromech. The problem there. is they're not hyperspace, and a lot of people are on a hyperspace kick. True. Yeah, but if you just throw them in under 50 point into some kind of bomb list. It could be really fun. But if I was going to fly bombs, I could fly my K-Wings. <laughs> or I could fly anything else but scum Y-Wings. I mean, Emon and Nim have been having a blast and extended. Yep. Even the Hawk can take a bomb. Uh, yep. That's true. We want to talk about how the new... Y-Wings have a tech slot, though? I don't know what's good for them in a tech slot, but they have it now? So, I guess. Just on I want to say the best uh, tech slot for them would be targeting Synchronizer. And just a whole bunch of ships with torpedoes. Or missiles. I never see targeting Synchronizer, so... See. I've only seen it maybe with SF spam, and that's about it. While a friendly ship at range 1 to 2 performs an attack against the target you have locked, that ship ignores the lock attack requirement. Okay. So it's probably a single mod torp, which is not a 
not the best, but it's better than, I mean, rolling four dice with an ion torp is better than a two die primary. So it's, it's almost like having passive sensors, though. True. Because uh, at the end of the activation phase, if you're in range and a friend has a lock, then you don't need to take that lock action. So, Just right. take a whole bunch of cartel spacers with like torpedoes. But that's I mean, it. For four, for four points, that's a lot. Yeah. So I get what they're going for, and it's just not good tech right now. I'm sure we'll get new tech, just like we're getting new elicits. I wonder if they, if they would have benefited from optics being a little cheaper, you know, four months ago, though. I take it back. I wouldn't I, even on the thirty-one point. I'm not going to put optics on Y-wing. Never no. mind. I can have a focus at the end of the day anyway. <laughs> All right, we can kind of uh, do a talk a little bit about Empire. What's been happening there? I I'd say, uh, especially over the weekend, we saw a lot of Gorin and not a lot of Windrider. Well, because. In hyperspace, there's no good like Empire generic. Oh, we can Except... talk about that with the final. That was that was a cool final. I did not see the uh, final, so the only uh, good generic right now in hyperspace for uh, Empire is probably the Strikers right now, which is ironic because I don't think we ever Striker spam has existed before, obviously, but it's. I, t- I take it back. That was a very bad uh, absolute because there's still barons and inquisitors. Uh, the tempests and, well, and the storms ban- are very yeah. Stupid. The baron I guess is an generic. So yeah. So I take it back. The empire is very healthy with its generics that are less than forty points. Um, I think it's just the fact that the the strikers have a the three red die uh, make it punch. Considerably hard, especially at range one. So, sure, a proc—it's nice, but that's a—it's a one-time thing. Versus, uh, and if you can get them until late game, they're hard to catch. Right, exactly. So, spoilers—the the last game was it, uh, Commander Gorin, Commandant, mm-hmm. uh, Commandant Gorin, and uh, Commandant, and uh, he had Predator. And then there was four strikers with dis- uh, disciplined, and they had thermal. So the cool thing is that it is a strategy to let a ship die, just so disciplined can barrel your ship and actually give it uh, a shot, which is uh, or a target lock to double mod a shot, which is really neat. And uh, the the Goron combo is so that you can bump with the ailerons, which counts as a maneuver, and then they can all be focusated going into an engagement. Sounds tough. It is. And uh, it was up against Matt Carey. He's flying um, some new Rebel stuff that we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, But uh, for the Empire stuff, I think the Everybody's favorite stuff right now is just to play with the interceptors. Um, the there's a lot of interceptor love happening. It's a it's a cool ship. I mean, I got to play a non hyperspace game with it, and I love the Nash plus uh, Tie Bomber combo. Fire 
The one that has no, no, had no, lots just, of play. Just, you know, generic bombers. All I-2s. All right. What did you have on them? Uh, two of them had threat tracers and concussion. Two of them had barrage rockets. And then two had the two with threat tracers and concussion had thermals. And the two with barrage rockets had uh, proximity mines. And then there was just Nash. What's going on? A little bit of beef. And they hit hard. And if you kill one, he still gets to shoot it off before he dies. Yay, Nash. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if we read Goran's ability from the, the finals game. Uh, after a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 with a lower initiative than yours, partially executed maneuver, it may perform a red action, a red focus action. And he's initiative 4, so anything that works with him needs to be initiative 3 or lower. Which is uh, why they went with the with the strikers, with the the initiative three strikers. So that's really cool. Is uh, and I know that we talked a bit about Vader. That's one of the new ones. I think one of the dead or uh, duds, I should say. We got some duds and some studs. And I'd say <laughs> that the one of the duds is Altscaris. I don't think anybody is bothering with him in Defender or Interceptor. Okay, Interceptor Vault Scaris is better than Defender Vault Scaris. I but just, I vote. I, I just I don't, don't understand the ability. Uh, I understand it, but I don't understand why it's worth 82 points in a defender when you could get um, Rexler for 78. And it's the Ooh. same initiative with a better ability. Is it, the same, uh, is it the same ability? I pulled up the interceptor here, but. Yeah. So it's just, a, and you gain a strain for it too. So I, I think it's turning some people off. I think spend two more points for an initiative six CNRA. I guess that's where the mid forties of these interceptors gets kind of clogged. And like the fact that Tur is forty two, um, as the baseline before this pack came out, it's kind of uh they had to they had to work around it somewhere, right? Like Graham coming in at forty three, super good bargain. Um, but you're right, yeah. Do I take CNRE or do I take Gideon? And Gideon can roll five dice at range one, so why would I? Well, I mean, it's, it's a ship's damage, of course, but sure. But that's pretty good for a mid end game ship, right there. And then and so CNRE, why, would you, why would you take an interceptor that strains itself, right? Like, um, unless you're so good at arc dodging to where your strain doesn't matter, but unless you absolutely needed an initiative five, just don't use the ability. Um, but you can spend, I mean, from, um, Turfener 42, you're spending four more points to get an initiative five. And then, but from there, you're only spending two more for a six or two more for an I-4 that can shoot really hard or hit really hard. So it's, uh, I don't think he, he's a cool character in Rebels, but he's not. I don't think he's uh, got the greatest treatment here. We'll say that we're, I mean, this is only one week into it as well, too. There may be some combo that can come out. I mean, maybe it's Volt with uh, sensitive controls to where you can get somewhere where your opponent didn't really consider that you would be. Um, That's, of course, uh, very 
won't say difficult, but you have to be good at that. It's not going to be a skill that you can just develop over overnight kind of thing, too. Yeah, and there was a little um, thing that happened with sensitive controls as well. Oh, man. <laughs> past couple days. So uh, Saturday, or was it Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. The, uh, the ACE tournament started, and apparently... Uh, they released the PDFs and sensitive controls came out at zero. And then some people were like, oh, I could have a bid, but it still costs two points. It's like, nah, just do what you paid for. And then it came out, I believe, today that it, it is supposed to be two and that the PDFs were wrong. So everybody thought they were, they were updating it to zero, but they weren't. That says two points on Yasby. Yeah, so that's but what it's supposed to be. Yeah, Saturday, though, they released, like, a PDF that then said zero. So everyone was like, is this zero now? AMG picking up QC right where FFG left off is what it comes down to. I mean, zero seems fine. I mean, because auto thrusters is amazing. So you're giving up. If they would have made it zero for all the other ships and then two for the silencer, I think that would have been fine as well, too. Yeah, I think that they saw the initiative one silencer. They're like, you can you can still fly for them. It's fine. Just leave it. <laughs> True. Yeah, and uh, sensitive control says during the system phase, you may perform a red barrel roller boost action. So it's the same as um, auto thrusters, uh, like the opposite of auto thrusters. So you start out with the barrel roller boost. So once you get into the uh, move, and you want to reposition again, you can do the opposite of what you did before. But uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting and definitely better with the lower initiative ships. So that's where it gets funky too, because Anakin moving in the ETA moving at the system phase could get a potential block and it could be you know, game changing. But I do agree that a lower initiative, you're probably going to get more value out of it rather than your I-6 moving. Um, because I-6 with double reposition is better than an I-6 with reposition, I would venture to guess. Um, but maybe, maybe that's just a hot take right now. But we saw that ETA Anakin in hyperspace wasn't, wasn't too effective either. And if you do like a K-turn, uh, there's no way to use the sensitive controls the next turn. Other, but if you still had auto thrusters, you'd be able to do that. Right. You'd be able to do a blue and then an auto thrusters. Um, so giving up auto thrusters is pretty huge. Agreed. Um, but yeah, the uh, but it's nice to see the interceptors getting some love. It's really cool. Uh, did we want to go into Rebels? Are more people more excited for that? Oh, yeah, Rebels are interesting. <laughs> you don't sound they, that excited. They, no, they have some powerhouses. That's well. I think they put a trap card with the Rebels, just like Sensitive Controls is kind of a trap card. Uh, the Tie Elite is the trap card, the Defender Elite. But I think oh, yeah. Vector Cannon. If you're not good with that, like system reposition or thinking about. That it's a trap. Yeah, there's a lot of thinking going on. 
but at one point, I think it's... I don't understand how sensitive controls is too, but something that gives you an extra arc as well. It's true, and, and and I would say it is definitely an extra arc as well too, because you could still fire missile attacks out the front, so is a bit more powerful, I believe. I mean, you could, yeah, and you could put Johnny's favorite thing. Rockets, why not? That's true. I'm thinking that they're looking at the sensitive controls because you have the preposition barrel rule to get around rocks, stuff like yeah. that, and get around large bases. I would also, you know, speculate that vectored cannons for rounds that you know you're going to disengage, it's just an easy good. You already know what it is. You're going to rotate, then you're good. You're breaking away. You're not don't have to you often don't k-turn with a wings anyway you you come around and yeah back to, to to face so this doesn't make them as good as the rz2s obviously but i think it's uh i do agree this is more valuable than sensitive controls i think the jake is like you have to think hard if you're going to put jake with vector cannon and and the boost into our blue move into well, a barrel roll could be very powerful too. Get, just get you very interesting positions. You won't be able to like do all the Jake tricks if you put vector cannons. No, but you could do the system phase boost and hand out your focuses. Um, but. You could hang yeah. out. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, because, I, it happens, I, I that. because it happens in initiative order at the systems phase, any A-wings below you, like I-3 or below with Jake, would not be able to get that focus token from Jake if they boosted. Oh, that yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because Jake says it has it's an action. But uh, a lot of the... Um, the higher ones I'm seeing are like two i fours, um, or three i fours, and then an i five and an i six. Yep, which is incredible. How do y'all feel about Sabine? I like her. Sabine's really, really good. Don't be a range two, and then you should be fine. But also, there's been so many mobile arcs recently. Like we're seeing more mobile arcs, and Sabine won't trigger on mobile. Neither do Fangs, but Fangs do okay. Does it matter if it's a mobile and arc? She pretty much. Yep, you have to be in the enemy's front arc right. for Sabine's ability so, to trigger. So Sabine says, while you defend or perform an attack, if the attack is range 1 and you're in the enemy's front arc, you may change one of your results to an evade or a hit. So it's like a mix of um, Concordia face-off and Fearless. It's in. 37. Neither of them work with a mobile arc. Nope. So, so she has a cool ability. And we were talking about the final game. The final game... Um, it was not five A wings or anything, but it was Matthew Carey flying uh, Hera with Prockets, mm-hmm. Ahsoka Tana with Prockets, and Luke Skywalker and a initiative to X wing. So just thirty eight points for those X wings. Just slid right in there. Luke Skywalker solid, and Ahsoka and Hera just. That's a good combo. It was insane. He rolled uh, so many um, triple of or um, like his evade rolls. You could roll like one eyeball result and two blanks, and he made it into three evades just because of how it works. Because he had an, an evade on Soka, 
he stole an evade from Hera, and he spent one force point, and it was all three evades. It, Pretty good. And just eva- uh, evading really big shots. Um, and it was insane watching his prockets all day, because they streamed two games, and every single one of his prockets was all paint. And the, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Love you, Matt. <laughs> um, so that was a really fun game to watch. Just uh, watching all the new triggers with discipline on the strikers, watch it, and Commander Gorin, and then uh, watching Ahsoka and Hera go to work. It was. Uh, I just feel like I, I would put these um, A wings on the table, and then I would just be uh, sad that they're not in RZ two. But I think I would get used to it. I mean, you can't staple heroic to them. <laughs> it's not easy. No. <laughs> Speaking of just Rebels in general, though, I do think it's interesting that uh, as AMG released the new Rebel pack that they made none of the new B-Wings hyperspace legal, which is a bit of a downer, I believe. I agree. Especially since I don't know how well the new ones would do in Extended. I think that they would... It'd be really cool if they just made Hera and Neutrum, like the new pilots, hyperspace legal, but just kept Braylon and Ten out. Because right. we know how good they are. Just give the other ones a little chance to shine. So what do we what do we have on those um those new abilities? Hera is the same ability in the B Wing. Right. Well we got uh Netrum at initiative three. After you yes. bear after you bear roll, you may choose one friendly ship that is not stressed or injured to one. That ship gains one stress token and you rate rotate uh hundred and eighty degrees. That just sounds fun. So it's pretty much a slide slip. Hmm? Pretty much a slide slip. You're turning, barrel rolling, and then uh, rotating. That could pretty much be a... Or or just go straight, barrel roll, rotate. Like, there's some crazy stuff you can do. It will make you fly it a little different too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it's mean, if, <laughs> if you put S foils on them, you can barrel roll, rotate, and then lock with a stress, or just focus rotate or focus barrel roll for a stress. And honestly, you could actually give yourself the stress if you just barrel roll, flip. Yeah, if you're uh, if you already have a target lock, or if you have Hera in your build to pass a focus token to you, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Him being a three though is still just a, a little bit overshadowed by uh, ten and, and Braylon. Sure, ten and Braylon cost a little bit more. Um, I guess it depends on how you want to build them out and and try and see what happens, especially if you had. Uh, if you did yeet that stress over to an A-wing that's about to move after you kind of thing, like a, 
either a Sabine there or, or, or a Jake or an Arvel, like we were talking about as well, too. And the A-Wing's probably going to do a blue move, and that's fine, too. So I could see I'm doing a little bit of list building here. You could do, like, um, three initiative. Like, you got Kyle Katarn, you got Sabine Wren, you got Netrim. They're all initiative three. You could have something fun going on there. Throw Hera in there for some coronation. Um, I put Moldy Curve on Kyle. You still got 100, or you're at 172. Uh, but yeah, you could build something really fun with these guys. That's that's what I have to say about these other these B wing pilots. Is just they're fun. <laughs> True. All right. That's kind of uh, all the new stuff there. Uh, is there uh, anything else that catches your guy's eye that you want to? I just do want to point out we have Sabine in what four ships now? She's in the A wing. She's in the Shadowcaster. She's in the attack tie. The attack shuttle, right? Attack shuttle. She's in four ships. Three different abilities. Sabine's just all over the place. And she's uh, a crew and a gunner now. <laughs> All over the place. I think it's kind of interesting, but... Is she the only pilot that gets different abilities? Wedge uh, is kind of... I guess Hera and the Ghost. Wedge is not... Yeah, Wedge is a little different. And Hera and the Ghost is not the same either. I mean, yeah. we have how many Anakins? Oh, yeah, okay. true. I forgot about him. True. I got He's a couple different Obi ones. Really? Oh, oh yeah. There is two now, isn't there? Did you count Sabine in the Shadowcaster? He did. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But no, we have quite a few different Anakin's, all with different abilities. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. You're right. Does that mean Sabine Wren Anakin level is up there with with Anakin? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I like her. Like, and you could also fly her. I didn't even think about this flyer with Arvel. Same initiative. Yeah. And uh, it actually works because a lot of uh, hyperspace stuff right now is initiative three. Just take a bit of a bit with it. Um, that kind of leads me into a little subject. I'm not sure if uh, you guys have a lot of experience with this. Uh, but Dr. Marty Pants or Matt, we talked with Matt um, a few episodes ago. Uh, he he gave me a podcast subject, and I, I thought that was really interesting. Um, so he says, I played in the Aces Championship poorly, but I was there. Playing 5A, Hera, Ahsoka, Jake, Wedge, and Sabine, uh, which had a three-point bid. Four of five of the games I played, my opponents had bids four to seven points, and I moved first in all of those games. I also lost all of them. Uh, this was a big change for what I've seen in the last six months of um, zero to one point bids predominating. Was it because of high-level players? Has the meta changed? Uh, let's discuss it. Uh, I haven't been in a lot of tournaments. I was in Kyber, and I'm in the Gonk Line tournament. Shout out to Brendan from Gonk Squadron. 
Um, but have you guys noticed a, a big difference in in bids? I feel we're back into, especially with a lot of imperial stuff needing that bid, wanting that bid, being I sixes. We're kind of back into bid wars. Um, I haven't, I didn't play in the any of the GSP events and stuff, and I played in Kyber, but I don't know. I have noticed that bids have been a thing now. Yeah, and I know that the the Nantex War too. There was bidding from your matchups there, but five to seven point bids just for seems like a lot. As great as ten before. Not in a tournament, Did you just have in that a practice play. Did you have uh, tournaments recently? Made top table. You've been doing pretty well in the GSP events. So I will say, I think it, it does go back and forth. Um, Matt carries full 200 points. But, uh, oh, we're back. sorry. I, I think Craig disconnected and then connected again. No worries. Uh, yeah, but during, during uh, the Nantex era, I'll call it that, you, you had majority of the matches you, you thought you were going to face were probably fours. It wasn't fives or sixes that you were too worried about overall. But now, since we've seen the Nantex gone, uh, yeah, there's a prevalence of fives and sixes now, especially with so many Zams in the field, um, that you do have to kind of build that around because you definitely want to move second. Uh, that is disfortunate that that uh, Dr. Moneypants had to, had, to, had to move first every time. That would have made me a little bit salty for the day as well, too. Uh, just feeling like you kind of like back to first edition, like my agency is just gone kind of thing. You're going to have perfect position to know where I'm at and then uh, do your actions accordingly, whether it be a simple barrel roll or boost to get out of arc. And then now I got no shots and now I'm trying to turn around and now I'm chasing you kind of thing. So um, I'm trying to wonder if that's why resistance isn't doing so well. Cause I think they're so too. being outbid because they have great I fives, mm -hmm. great I fours and a great I six and it's really hard to build a list that's one not 199 or 200. I do, and uh, speaking of that, yeah, I do find it, it was very interesting the fact that there was no resistance list played in the Aces tournament, um, which I think if we if we would have said that a year ago, it would have been probably unheard of. You're like, you're nobody flew Poe? Like, nobody, I, I mean, you can't fly Ray in hyperspace anyway right now, but uh, yep. still. But Nainam and... Uh, Ello and Poe and Tally, right. uh, Lulo, they're they are all staples for so long. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and I have an extended list that I'm flying right now that I really like, but not sure if there's a lot for uh, hyperspace right now. Like, there is, but you're flying A-wings with no optics or heroic, You're and some, there's the 4X wings, there's the 3X wings and a couple pods, but you don't uh, and you have Poe, right. which is really nice. But uh, yeah, there's some toys uh, like I know hyperspace. They're trying to they're trying to give you some iconic characters, but not having a Ray is really interesting to me. Agreed. Yeah, and the fact that like even even for the fireballs that you, you only take the mechanic. Which don't get me wrong, the the mechanics with DMS is it, Dead Man Switch is pretty fun, but it's not going to win you. Uh, Six games probably in in that yeah. level of that would probably be my hyperspace with those with them is rose with three x uh, three um, x wings uh, probably jess and 
in there and Bastion and uh, Initiative 3 or something. And mm-hmm. then probably put a Dead Man Switch Fireball. Because I don't, um, there's no Finn pot that you can bring in hyperspace. And I, I'm not a big fan of Vi or BB-8. Yeah, the only generics for resistance are the are the hostile station mechanics and then the transports. And I don't think and those nobody are worth flies the value. That. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what, seven health that can go down right. so fast. Cause exactly. There's no Covenel. You don't have two init- or two defense die there. Right. Sure, you could put Leia on there, but you're just you're giving points away, and you have to kind of know it a little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right, though, Lou. Maybe that's that's why we don't see any uh, any resistance because it's just the bad bad hyperspace season for them right now. Well, that's that's too bad, but I'm sure that will there will be some kind of mix up, and we'll find. Uh, they'll make their way in again. I think hyperspace is going to get a big change. Toby and I were talking about that chatting the other day, the fact that now we're about to hit April. Didn't they say May? Or AMG now. They say May? Because I'm curious about that too now, because I feel like, is it me or does this season feel kind of stale already? Like we're ready for some change already. Well, they released new stuff, but I think they said in November that the next points update was like they were alternating to twice a year. But then that was FFG, not AMG. And does AMG have enough they did, information they did to a do a couple. points change? I mean, they did a point change uh, twice already. <laughs> yeah, they knew enough to take um, uh, Initiative 1 Seeks out of hyperspace. <laughs> but then also Name they, Seeks only. Get out. They knew enough to uh, change it to zero, then change it back to two. That's two points updates in three days. <laughs> It's almost like a, a sneaky emergency update. But yeah, that was a false alarm there. And then the, they they slapped Stinger fell into hyperspace. will be very interesting to see how they kind of adjust along the way kind of things. And as far as I'm aware, there's no releases until the new point. Or We're not scheduled to get any new ships between now and when the points would be updated again. Unless it feels weird. Okay, so... They said they were focusing on Legion first. Legion's just getting a huge uh, thing now coming out. They just like are dropping articles. And I feel X-Wing's going to be next. But we need more stuff to slap into TTS, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still haven't unboxed my actual Django Slave one. I haven't unboxed anything since the fire. The only thing I've unboxed since COVID but is... You uh, haven't unboxed any of your new stuff? Not, uh, the only other thing I unboxed was um, the tie brute because it's so pretty. I was about to say, yeah, that's the only thing I've unboxed as well because uh, I got mine custom painted from uh, Pim Miniatures, Andrew over there, and uh, that's the only one I've taken out. So, uh, have you uh, have you gotten your squadrons packs, Dave? Oh yeah, yep, they're all okay. unboxed. Ready to go to the store tomorrow. Beautiful. I didn't pick up the Empire pack, uh, and then actually the store got shorted. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, so um, nobody in Canada got the Empire pack. Oh, nobody! I thought it was just us. Even, nobody, uh, even Johnny in up in um, Saskatchewan, he didn't get any. Uh, okay. No one in Louisiana got any of the boxes. None of them. Nope. Oh, Can we blame wow. the Suez Canal. Can we blame that yet? Uh, yeah, that's def- what I posted to our group. <laughs> With the, uh, <laughs> this is the ship the boxes are on. Oh, darn. No, we should be getting 
uh, second week of April, we should be getting. But there. again, you know, we're not playing, so. Well, I mean, I uh, only watch, you know, the news from down there, but I thought you guys were. Well, it sounded like, you know, uh, it was, I forget what his position is, but Anthony Fauci, one of your chief medical officers there, is talking mm-hmm. about having most of the country vaccinated by May. Those who get the shot. Well, yeah, you guys are doing like two million a day compared to our three. Um, but no, I get I I actually get my second uh, this week. Yeah, like nobody in Canada under the age of seventy five is getting any yet. No. I'm getting my second one next week as well, too. Yeah, you guys will be in stores soon enough. Yeah, and um, yeah, I should, well. I should still be good to do the podcast, but in a, in a couple of weeks, I'll be expecting a, a new baby. So we'll we'll see how that goes. So I oh, have not been, fast. Yeah. Um. So April thirteenth. Hey, that's my birthday. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I knew that. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a good day. <laughs> April thirteenth at noon, scheduled C section. Is that a Friday? That's uh, no, not this year. But uh, we will definitely be celebrating it, April the thirteenth or uh, Friday the thirteenth on her future birthdays that are on. Sure, her. it'll roll around every now and then. It's going to be on a on a Tuesday, so it'll be on an X wing night. <laughs> I think my son Elliot was born on X Wing night too. Uh, yeah, I was posting. I'm sure you probably posted something about it, so we could go yeah. through the. Uh, he was wrapped up in a, logs. <laughs> wrapped up in a yoga uh, Yoda blanket, baby Yoda blanket. Uh, Mando Lorian wasn't a thing at the time. Well, but... he was a baby wrapped in a Yoda blanket. Get it? Oh, wordplay. Nailed it. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I think that we're uh, we're getting into the just the the fun stuff now. I, I had a couple questions for you guys, uh, for Trees and our uh, Justice and Daniel. If um, if we want to do a fun episode centered around uh, a Canadian care package for some of you Americans down there, what kind of stuff you would want? I think, it, I think it'd be fun to do an a, a, like a fun little bonus episode around we, that. We gotta send them stuff they can't get. And yeah. I mean, like, I, like that means I have to send and... y'all stuff that, from here. Well, the stuff I want from where you are is like hot, delicious okay. food from well, your local restaurants. Easy find. <laughs> to send it in like uh, in the same styrofoam boxes that they send like fish. In the yeah, mail. well, or, or, uh, yeah, I've got my wife started getting some of these hello fresh boxes send it up in one of those yeah but i'm thinking um was uh you mean our delicious canadian candies and chips yeah so like coffee crisps all dressed ruffles I'll, i will uh, take ketchup, this. ketchup flavored lays all dressed uh, ruffles <laughs> yeah that's my favorite <laughs> it, depending on my mood they're on par with ketchup chips uh, usually, all dress is my thing. I think I like the sound of all dress before, or more too. I don't think I've ever had ketchup chips, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm Canadian and I don't love them, but <laughs> it is <laughs> it is weird that you guys don't have them. Yeah, you have every single flavor, but these two, I think. 
it, I, I, I don't know. Ketchup. It's just it's just sugar, right? Like, oh, I don't know. I want it's it on my hot dogs. Sugar. I don't want it on my chips. Sugar is candy. I guess. Americans love sugar. That's also true. Oh, oh don't uh, Canadians love it too? Don't. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who told you differently, but hey, you got people at Walmart. We also got people at Walmart. It's we suck it out of the trees up here. <laughs> Turn it into maple syrup. <laughs> there you go. We got random people just walking up to our our front our trees in our front yard and just sapping them, just sticking a hole. <laughs> Did you in see that, that article about the city pulling really them out of that happens? guy's trees? Uh, no, no but I didn't. there was there was an article in a, in the local news about I forget why. Uh, some guy was tapping the trees in his front lawn, and the city came by and pulled all the taps out. I think I can't uh, remember why. You're not allowed to do that. I mean, they're his trees. What's the difference? So uh, that's I've done it in my yard. In, in well, I don't know how it is for Canada, but in America, you also cannot collect your own rainwater in some states. I have heard that. Yeah, I wondered if it was maybe because it was the front yard somehow, or I don't know. It still Nestle Nestle has a monopoly on your water. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anything that falls out of the sky. Yeah, we have uh, rain barrels here, no problem. We use it for watering our our veggies and stuff. Man, can't collect your own rainwater. I have an entire backyard. They should come pump then. Yeah, my entire (laughs) back corner of my yard just gets filled with water. I don't think water is a problem in Louisiana, is it? No. <laughs> I think um, it's sometimes it's, it's too much water. Part of <laughs> yeah. my school, we couldn't park in park part of the parking lot because we got a lot of rain and the river over flooded into the parking lot. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, water's not an issue down here. Well, water is an issue, but not the act yeah, yeah. of water. <laughs> not the, yeah, not the lack of it. Just the fact that you're below sea level or something. <laughs> I was about to ask you, do you know what what elevation you live at down there, Justice? Um, I live on the North Shore, so we're a bit higher. Yeah, London, Ontario is a, a giant crater. We are... Um, yeah, we don't have any ocean near us. If you go to whatismyelevation.com, I'm apparently at 20 feet right now. What was that? What is my... Whatismyelevation.com. So easy. I don't know how accurate it is, but sounds about right. Uh, we are 251 meters. Oh, you're faster at typing. Only six thirty feet. But <laughs> so I live the lowest out of all of us, which is ironic, but not too not too unironic. But Maryland doesn't have a uh, we're not part of. I guess we are still part of a delta, but we don't get the same kind of coastal elements like like the the third coast does down there. Yeah, the air is a little thin here. I mean. Uh, where I used to live, it was like negative four. That still seems crazy. Jersey, well, not right near. You're close to New Jersey, though, in Maryland, eh? Okay. Uh, it's 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 still about. I haven't been. I haven't driven in New Jersey, but I, if I had to guess, it'd probably be about a six to eight hour drive. Okay, a little further than it looks, but I'm terrible at geography, especially American geography. So I have to look this up. Okay, so you're on. I've the- just always had a thing for New Maryland Jersey. Yeah. For some really reason, I'd love weird. to visit there. You're on the on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. he's near. He's like I, I, every time someone says Maryland, I think of Baltimore. Maryland's a really, just really weird uh, shaped state. Oh, Which it one? Is. Are you Maryland. are you shape naming them? Oh yeah, that is an odd shape, isn't it? I, I was way off. It's only three hours to New Jersey. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, you get like cut off 
and then but I'm gonna shape shame your state right now. Shape shame. I, I don't claim this state at all. I am from <laughs> I'm a Texas native, so I'll claim that one, which is oh, okay. also a, a weird shape. Way more uh, yeah, I have. Being military, you do travel a bunch yeah. of places, which can be advantageous and, and actually I think I'm very fortunate right now that prior to COVID, I was getting to play with like high level competition because uh, like like your local night, would you want to run into Duncan Howard or Paul Heber yeah. your local night? That's that's what happened here, and you maybe that's why I'm a little. I feel like I'm a little better right now, is because I don't get my ass beat by by them like on the regular. But uh, I'm still winless against Duncan, and I've never played Paul, but still, it's the intimidation factor that he's there at the store kit that that you're at as well too. So you're thinking, man. I just want some tokens. That's all, I, that's all I'm out here for. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been doing really well. Somebody needs to put me in my place. Um, <laughs> we're in Texas. <laughs> it's oh, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, from, I'm from Dallas. So you're, uh, so you're very familiar with why Texas doesn't fall into the ocean then. Because Oklahoma sucks. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I, I was, I was, I was like, pause. Like, where is he going with this? There's. <laughs> oh man. You, you could have done like a Louisiana is the boot kind of reference. I don't know where you were going. Like, there's oh, a couple. No, of no, things. no. Just, just making fun of Ko Oklahoma. I mean, that's always worth it too. Yeah, and everybody wish me luck this Thursday. I'll be on Nickel City X Wing. Oh, good luck at, at 8 p.m. Uh, the top four game for the Gonk Line uh, tournament. Uh, nice. Uh, Dave, I will be playing against Cam Murray. Oh, Jesus. Good luck. What's no he playing? big deal. He's, he's playing uh, Dash. Um, oh, he's got no experience with that one. No. He, he only made top at Worlds. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I look forward to it. It's been a long time since we played. I'll tell uh, him all the Ewoks in London said hello, and, well, we can't wait to head back to his area and have him come back sometime to kick all our asses again yeah he's uh he's a great player yeah uh, he's he's so friendly too and it always uh, and he's (laughs) it always giving you tips after he beats you (laughs) so i'm facing him his um list is dash with trickshot piston perceptive co-pilot outrider and contraband cybernetics uh ap5 with gonk because you have to take gonk in your squad (laughs) <laughs> and uh, naked Jake, AP five with Gonk. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you got to put well, him somewhere. <laughs> he, he got top and uh, top cut in worlds with I'm pretty sure AP five and Dash, just those two. Okay. But AP five, AP five had like R two D two crew and and uh, shield upgrade and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be fun because I'm flying my scum list with Asajj, Lando, and Victor. So it's gonna be really hard to catch him, but I'll try my best, and it'll be good. I got top four. I can't complain. It was a lot. Of, it was a fun tournament. Nice. Uh, and I'll be on a bit of a hiatus. I might play some X uh, late games. Um, but yeah, I'll be on a bit of a X wing hiatus after uh, a couple weeks from now. A few weeks. I'll be the baby again. I think everybody yeah. will understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll try and get these. Uh, 
podcast in for sure, and I'll I'll be watching X Wing all the time. Just won't be playing as much. Ever cue sad music. Womp womp womp. I don't know about every. Well, I guess it really it's just the three uh, three of us regulars at this point, depending on guests. But uh, with I'm a super early riser. I get up at three thirty in the morning. So if you want to do podcasts earlier, I'm in. So early. Yeah, I've always been an early riser. I I work really early. I got to be at work before seven. I've got a dog to take a, on a bit of a run before I do that. I like it. It's cool. It doesn't work for everybody, but I am. Yeah, I, I, I have been playing seven, some... and I wake up at six forty. So oh jeez, I could never <laughs> do that. I need to. I don't oh, know. I need. <laughs> well, my wife is finally off from work, so I don't have to. Um, she's just off her. now, and you're, you're wow. She likes to push it real late, eh? Well, she actually, we actually got really sick with a cold, um, and she got a bad cough and stuff, so she got off early. Oh, she wasn't supposed to be off until right now, but she got off early this week. Anyway, yeah, that's going to be my life. Uh, is there uh, any other tournaments that you're you're going to be in there, Daniel? Uh, so, well, Kyber does uh, the the next round of Kyber starts uh, next week, isn't it? The elimination. Yep, April fourth. There you go. That's going to be pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's the elimination. So certain cards are banned. I I think that it should have been called uh, Kyber Battle of the Bands. Huh. <laughs> oh, submit that for next time. That's awesome. Uh, uh, Team Java just announced their next tournament. They always have fun themed. What's their theme this time? Uh, Fury Road. Okay. They took uh, Scott's full throttle format he made and okay. made it like a 200 point. Okay, so you have like a, a minute to do your planning phase and then you have 75 minutes to play your game and with 200 point lists or 45 minutes yep it's uh 200 points 60 seconds per planning phase Ooh, i like that um every ship will get a free copy of feedback array and dead man switch oh my god <laughs> they... okay that just sounds like my list that i've won with full oh throttle <laughs> Do you have to play the cards, or are they just gifts? Like, you have to use the cards on every ship, but the list that I've always oh, won oh. with full throttle, like, Scott's full throttle is, like, 140 points, or it's a decreased point structure, and smaller, like, you set up at range 2, and all the Ash Wars are, like, placed in the center, but it was the list that Daniel flew against uh, his Nantex, Tarani with just Z95s and Feedback Array Deadman Switch. And if this is... It's a good time. If every ship gets it for free, it's like, well, what do I do then? Alright. I think that we talked about a lot tonight. Lots, mm -hmm. lot, a lot of stuff to catch up on. Having a month hiatus there. Um, it was a, a lot of fun. Is there any other... Um, any... Uh, Anything else that you guys want to talk about? Any shout-outs? I'm trying to think off the top of my head what other... But I can't really think of anything at the moment. 
Well, I'm going to shout out you, Lou, while you're thinking about it, uh, for, for giving me a nice, sweet Grievous uh, to fly in the Aces tournament. Uh, oh. That was that was, that was well-designed, and I, I liked it, and uh, got a couple compliments on it. So appreciate that. And uh, I think... Yeah, uh, no worries. I, I love making art for the community and sharing it. So, yeah, feel free to have anybody copy that. Just in case anyone's curious, I... I um, I was playing around with Blender, uh, the program Blender and Photoshop, and uh, created a new Grievous uh, skin for TTS for Daniel. It's a lot of fun. Like for the ship or for the cards? Uh, for the ship. Okay, cool. That's something that's really cool about TTS is that uh, it, you can replicate some of these these things much easier. Like. If you were to paint that Grievous Lou, it would have taken you probably way more time. And uh, it's just a one-off at that point, which I, I will admit sometimes the uniqueness of card, of ships are, is, is fun, but um, can't share that as easy, obviously. So uh, as like another another perk of, of TTS, um, we, we will miss, I think, a little bit during real play again. Yeah, and the cool thing is, even if you paint that in real life, if you have a high quality camera, you could always take photos and put it and bring it into the game. I think so. At the end of the paint cast, Luke Carrington was doing something like that too. He was uh, would paint his ships, and then he would try to bring them in digitally as well too. Some of the uh, some of them were, came out really really nice too. Um, yeah, so uh, I was really close with him for a while. I haven't. I tried catching up with him, but I haven't heard from him, unfortunately. But if you're listening to this, Luke, miss you. Um, but yeah, I, I used to tune into Paintcast all the time, and mm -hmm. I was chatting with him, and he gave me the the Shadowcaster um, digitally. So I play with that with my Scum Squad, my Scum Stress, uh, stress Squad. And nice. uh, I was asking Dion, do I have permission to give this to people? Cause he has plans for it. So he didn't give me permission. He has plans for it in the future. And he has all the files to give out. I think he wants to use it as price support. But uh, So I'm glad I haven't been giving it to people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one thing, too, about TTS is that it's generally polite to ask before you click save object as kind of thing. I, at least no, that's I, in my experience. Yeah, I, I made... Um, a custom uh, scum Lando and escape craft, and I have the the shadow caster that Luke made, and I just say you, you're more than welcome to copy the Falcon, but um, the the shadow caster was made by a friend, and I'd rather you don't copy it. I think, from what I've seen, most people are pretty respectable about that too. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I I don't go. All, uh, guns ablazing and start copying everything unless I ask. Right. Unless it's like really fun stuff like the disco ball, then I steal it. <laughs> Before it gets oh. deleted by Scott. <laughs> so you're welcome to any of my models as well, too. You too, Justice. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you very much for the shout out. Um, that means a lot, and it, it was no problem at all. I thought, you, and just so everyone's 
you can't visually see it right now, obviously, but uh, it's based off of the the malevolence uh, ship that Grievous was in charge of. Is that right, Lou? I, I can't. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm blanking on the lore right now. They gave it to him, but uh, yeah, he didn't do too well with it. They weren't happy with him after. <laughs> yeah, it kind of uh, went down in flames. <laughs> such a cool <laughs> ship, too. I wish that I wish that would come out for Armada. I would buy that just for my shelf. Do have the Lego version too, which oh wow, it looks I so that next to the Jedi cruiser thing, uh, it looks or not the Jedi cruiser, the Jedi ship that uh, eventually evolves into the Star Destroyers. Um, the Malevolent, oh, the Venator, so cooler. Yeah, 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 that's it. I was blanking on the name. I'm I'm blanking on names right now. Maybe it is getting late, but yeah, it's, <laughs> those two side by side, the Malevolence looks way better. Oh yeah, it's it's you know the ship design in all the Clone Wars era stuff is is just spectacular. All of Star Wars, really, but uh, I, I love the, particularly love the prequel era, their ships. Sure, and it's it's not just TIE Fighters and X-Wings flying around, right? Oh, no. Yeah, unlike the sequels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that was oh, that is cool. Yeah, I made it, and then he wanted a racing stripe, so I put some stripes on there. Had a few variations. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks very much, guys, for a very cool episode. I think that I had a, I had a lot of fun. You too. Always, always a good time. And uh, to anybody listening at home, thank you very much. Yeah, don't forget to try and catch us live on Twitch. I'm actually going to try and work with a bit more with OBS and try and get a more custom look instead of just the the Twitch studio. Just oh, I wanted to mention work. too, it's kind of sci-fi related, but I was on another podcast, Phantom Galaxy, and we discussed Rush's amazing 2112 album from 1976. It's kind of sci-fi. Oh, such a good exactly, album. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it was a good time. We talked for like an hour and a half, discussed all about it. If anybody's interested, the Phantom Galaxy. Uh, and I could always um, leave that in the description when we post the podcast. Oh, cool. Those guys would love it. All right. I mentioned our podcast on their show, so I thought it was fair. All right. And of course, if you have any uh, um, suggestions, always. Uh, you could always join our, our our Discord, no problem, and drop stuff in the podcast section. And of course, if anybody's listening and you really, really want to come on here and talk to us, do it. That's too bad. <laughs> no, just raise, raise your hand. Come on in. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's uh, going to be the thing for our show guests every week. Guests. That's our thing. That's what we're trying. And I'm very happy that we had you on here, Daniel. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Yeah, happy to be on. And uh, give a last shout out to Aurora Squadron up in Alaska. That's where I started to play. Um, Down here, it's, I guess I'm part of Team Awesome. We haven't really done anything lately. But I will say one last thing is that during this COVID time, I've played in so many random leagues just all over the world, which has been uh, a kind of, 
interesting to see where my skill set kind of falls in the line because some 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 tournaments I do well, some tournaments I don't do so well, and uh, you know some are for fun and some are more more competitive. So it uh, it's a good mix. Uh, I know I definitely get salty at at at, at moments, so I'm gonna try to work on that personally. Uh, it's not always just a dice game, but sometimes, man, it feels like it's just a dice game, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is part of the game. Like, you know, you're allowed to be salty when the fucking universe won't roll your way. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Now I have to label this as explicit. Oh, I'll edit. That. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll just put a little. I'll put. A, I, I've never I've never used my my uh, beep function on my uh, editing. I'll I'll do that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> there will be no swearing. Beep 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 beep. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't have a problem labeling as explicit. I just got to remember. <laughs> well, if I forget to, uh, I'll tell you if I forget or not. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all have All right. a good night. Yeah, you guys too. All right. Appreciate Take it. Bye, everybody. <laughs>